Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 76, chapter 8, part 8, pages 163 through 165. Whenever some evil, big or small, happens to us, for instance, when somebody helps, speaks to us sharply, is angry with us, or rejects helping us, let us not worry, but rather direct our mind to God and think that it is all happening by his order. Even if the unpleasant things are not big, we will gain a great deal by accepting them patiently and with humility. All the saints left us bright examples of such conduct, as St. Dorotheus claims. Our ancestors were diligent in practicing this virtue, and that is why they were always calm, quiet, and patient. That's from her book 7. Let us not ponder unduly whether the torments that we suffer come as a test of our perfection in our virtues or a punishment for our sins. Instead, let us always believe that they come from God. Whatever bad things that happen in this world to both sinners and the upright, they are to help them repent and grow in virtue, allowing sinners to cleanse their souls and the righteous to grow in perfection. That is why Judith says, In spite of everything, give thanks to the Lord our God, who is putting us to the test as he did our forefathers, for he has not tried us with fire, as he did them, to search their hearts, nor has he taken revenge upon us. But the Lord scourges those who draw near to him in order to admonish them. That's from Judith chapter 8, verses 25 through 27. In our trials, we should think about the infinite goodness of God and direct our mind not toward the sinner who op oppresses us, but to the will of God who wants to perfect us by sending the suffering upon us. Should some ruler send to us, send to his favorite citizen a ring of great value by means of a messenger hated by the said citizen, the latter would undoubtedly receive the gift with great joy and happiness and even reward the messenger for his service. Doing so out of consideration for his master, whom he wants to serve, and not the messenger whom he hates. We should think similarly about God. We know that God, who loves us, permits all the sufferings that our neighbors cause us. We know also that those sufferings are a precious gift on account of which we can gain salvation of our souls. For this reason, should we... E should even we dislike our neighbor, whom God uses as his instruments and messengers of his will, we ought to accept willingly and joyfully all the evil they inflict upon us, heeding only the good will of the Creator and the great value of the kingdom of heaven. For the sake of God, we should treat courteously and kindly such people who do us harm, although as sinners they do not deserve such treatment." St. Dorotheus confirms this. Whoever wants to serve God without hypocrisy and bad intentions should be prepared, according to the Holy Scriptures, to endure all sorts of torments, so that he would not become perplexed and alarmed 
but believe that nothing happens except by the will of God. Everything that God does, he does for our benefit and salvation, driven by his immense mercy and goodness. That is why, as St. Paul said, we are to thank God in our tribulations and neither worry nor fear in any circumstances. That's from his sermon 13. This is how God treats not only his most devout servants, but also those who recently rejected sin and embarked on the road of of a virtuous life. Upon those who continue to sin and do not want to change, God sends unhappiness to either bring them to repent or to reveal to them their future ruin and eternal punishment. The examples of the saints attest that faith is the most effective tool for bravely enduring suffering, because God sends all afflictions. Let's start with the example of Job, who, after the Sabaeans and the Chaldeans stole his herds and his children died under the ruins of the house, said, The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's from Job chapter 1, verse 21. Similarly, when Shimei, Saul's relative, was cursing and throwing stones at David, and David's servants wanted to kill him, the latter stopped them by saying, Let him alone, and let him curse, for the Lord has bidden him. That's from 2 Samuel chapter 16, verse 11. As if he wanted to say, God, who is the first cause, used him to persecute me. David might have also realized that it was happening for his good, because he added, It may be that the Lord will look upon my affliction and that the Lord will repay me with good for this cursing of me today. That's from 2 Samuel chapter 16, verse 12. In following the example of the saints, let us welcome all trials as sent by God and thank him for them all. Such conduct brings great benefits for our souls. We should also have a steadfast love for those who hurt us, seeing them simply as God's instruments, chosen for our improvement and spiritual growth. Our conscience will be at peace if we totally abandon ourselves to the will of God and desire only what he wants for us, our salvation and his glory. Venerable Casimir here continues to teach us how to persevere in the virtue of patience. He advises not worrying when someone speaks angrily or rejects us. We need to direct our minds to God and to reflect that he is allowing this to happen so that we might grow in holiness through it. Accepting these trials with patience and humility will help us to advance quickly. The saints learned these lessons. We can follow their example of reacting with patience, calmly and quietly to different trying situations. We may not know exactly why the sufferings that we have to face come into our lives, but we have to remember that there is nothing that happens that God has not either willed to happen or allowed to happen. He can draw good out of every circumstance. So let us thank God for everything, for the blessings and the challenges. All can help us to draw closer to heaven. Dwelling on the person who is oppressing us or persecuting us will not help. 
it will be better to think of God and of his holy will. Venerable Casimir likens our adver adversaries to God's messengers. Since God can draw good out of everything, even the challenges can be seen as gifts. That is why we are called to love even our enemies. We should ask God to strengthen our faith and to help us to endure our sufferings. And finally, Casimir cites the examples of Job and David from the Old Testament who accepted all the sufferings that the Lord allowed to happen in their lives. So we ought to thank God for all things, even the challenges, and to love even our enemies who can help us to get to a higher place in heaven. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky, prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Kazmir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession, and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazmir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? 
I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.